Coming to you from the City of Roses, this is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have a three-peat. Courtney Bueller of Sugar Lash Pro and her new company, Plush and Oak, is on our episode. And we're really excited to have her back for the third time. If you don't know her, she is the CEO and founder of Sugar Lash Pro, which is, I think, the largest or one of the largest lash brands I know in Canada and definitely in North America. And she's amazing and a good friend of ours. And we're really always excited to have her back because she always has new things going on. Like a lot of these people who are movers and chickens in the world, they don't just do one thing. They get do one, and then they start doing something else, and then they move on to something else. And in this episode, Courtney's going to share really kind of her journey about developing Plush and Oak, and she's going to have a little discount code for you. So if you've been envying, look at those pictures going, okay, man, I really wish I could get one of those. Well, wait till the end and Courtney's going to give you a discount code that you can take and go use online and you can order your very own. And this bed's really cool, guys. I really, if you haven't seen it yet, I know you will after this episode, go check it out and you'll know exactly what I mean. A couple announcements as always. We have our Apple podcast giveaway going on where if you write us a great review, five-star review, you'll be entered into a drawing for a $200 Amazon gift card. I just gave one out today, actually, for last month. And basically, all you need to do is take, the, write it, screenshot, and send it to Paul at LashCastPodcast.com. Also, please join our LashCast Insider Club. The link's in the show notes as well as our Instagram page. All you're going to do with that is get discounts to everything we do. So if you love what we're doing, whether it's webinars, whether it's LashCon, whether it's our upcoming coaching program, all this stuff, if you want to get it at a better deal, you need to be part of our club. Also, we have what's coming up. Oh, yeah, LashCon. Yes, LashCon's coming soon. Hopefully, by the time you hear this, it'll be maybe two, three weeks away. I know it's going to be in May at some point. We don't have the exact date, but we got a lot going on, a lot of new developments. Really excited to give you guys some of the Version 2, or I guess all 3.0, because this is our third year, and I know you guys will love it. Lastly, guys, we want you to be on our podcast. We're always looking for new stories, new ideas, new people to interview. And if you have something that you think is worth sharing with the world, which I'm going to bet most of you do, you just may not feel like it, this is your chance. Go and write up a little blurb about who you are and what you've have contributed to the world or what you've struggled with or what have you overcome or something that makes it unique to your story and then email it to me at paul.lashcastpodcast.com and I'll get back to you and let you know if we want to have you on our podcast. And that's all our announcements I have for you today. So let's get into our interview where Courtney shares about her journey and her struggle of bringing plush and oak to life. Hey guys, we're here in the LashCast booth along with my amazing wife, Tusney. And Courtney's back for the third time, which we should give you some sort of prize for three times on our show. It's quite an achievement. <laughs> I remember the first time that I ever heard you guys, I thought it was radio voices. And when I first did talk to you, I knew that this show was going to be huge. And look at us now. Yeah. I mean, I'm like an SNL person, like the five-timers class. That's right. Yes. That's right. We should have a pen or something. Yeah, we maybe have to come up with some sort of prize that we give people. Like you wear a crown, you walk around, and go, wait, you were on last cast three times. I mean, I'm like sure. A little oh. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> anyhow, we're really excited because this time we have you back with Knox with Sugar Lash. We have a whole new thing, or you have a whole thing going on, and that we thought we'd bring you on and have you talk about because I think this is a 
really cool opportunity for people to learn about a beautiful bed that they can look into that would really, I think, upgrade their business. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about this new thing, Plush and Oak, that you're involved with. Yeah, Plush and Oak is our new business diversification and a new project that's kind of an old project that just came back to the surface. And so very, very excited with how it's been going. We wanted to do something different that was still in the lash industry and still serving all the customers that we always have. Um, But I just wanted to do something wildly different. And I thought there is a hole here. So we tried to fill it before. It was super stressful. And so we tried it again. And now it's been going swimmingly. Now, when you say you tried it before, is that like the bed that you at one time made and then you did the blueprint? Can you? Yeah, I think it's Sugar Lash. You did offer a bed like four or five years ago or something like that, if I remember right. Yeah. So with the salon that I built, which is called Lash Affair, it was just the salon. We just had one location and I did custom beds for that salon and got them made in a furniture maker. And then everyone loved them. It went like viral on Pinterest. It was when Pinterest was so brand new and uh, everyone wanted them. So we actually made a couple. It was a complete gong show. And um, it took like six months to get there and it was just painful. So we pulled it and then we just decided to sell the blueprints through Sugar Lash Pro. And so people could get their blueprints and take them to get them made, which is cool. But we knew that we wanted to do something more. So the old beds were flat. They were beautiful. But we knew, I think over time as I've gotten older and getting lashes has gotten more and more uncomfortable. (laughs) My sciatic nerve and my hips. I was like it's not enjoyable to get my lashes done. I get anxiety about it, having to lay there and have to like roll my hips and get into comfortable positions. And so I'm just like, we can just do better because everyone else has specialty furniture. So why not lash artists? And so we designed it all, patented it. And now we have kind of like the three aspects to a plush and oak bed that we have our stamp on. Awesome. Well, what are those three aspects? So the three aspects of a plush and oak bed are we have the angles that we have. So there's a nice place for your hips to dip down into, and then it brings your legs up. So it takes the pressure off your lower back and then a flat headrest so that the lash artist has a wide workstation and then a space underneath the bed for the lash artist. So we're not straddling awkwardly yeah. our massage tables that we've been doing for 13 years. Yeah. Um, the hip display. Just because. <laughs> There's been no other option. And so I just knew the first beds that we did that were flat, they had that too, the space for the artist. But then we just really just wanted to make it extra enjoyable for the client because now I'm on the other side and now I'm a consumer opposed to a lash artist. So that's right. Both teams need to win. Yeah. That sense of dread about getting your lashes done. It's like, of course you want to look fantastic, but it's like if you have a back issue or something like that, it's not fun to think about lying down, down for so long yeah for that long well i like it's an s curve i guess kind of like, almost like an s right the bed is so that way yeah. it moves with your body and takes up pressure and i think another thing i loved is that workspace you have on the bed now you can put your trays right there next to a head without having to have it on a table nearby right Yeah, exactly. And so you always want to be limiting the movement that the lash artist is doing to get from their supplies to their client. And so we wanted to do it raised. And then our next things that are in development are going to be a specialty headrest. It's going to match the bed in the same material. You can have that and then give extra client support that way. And then we're going to be doing an artist chair as well. So that's all in the works. That's that's great. Well, it's super sexy. There's like ribbing in it, like little uh, rows of padding that's covered like with a, it looks like leather. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like a piece of bespoke furniture. It's so beautiful. Well, all of them are really, really made 
to order. So we don't do any stock. Nothing's ever sitting in the warehouse. Everything is like, what height do you want your table at? What material, which model? And so we have the two different models. One is kind of a more modern, like shallow channel stitch. And then we have the Edda, which is more of like a plushy cloud. It's a very like billowy. The curves are the same. The workstation is the same, but it's just too like, I feel like the Edda is like the traditional timeless. And then the Mina is a more modern kind of clean look. They get called sexy all the time though. Yeah. Everyone always says like, these are so sexy. And I'm like, sexy. I feel like we did used to overuse that word. And now <laughs> we don't hear very often, but I'm like, they are pretty sexy. I think that they are too. Well, they're curvy, right? I, that, I think that goes with They're <laughs> sexy. curvy, they're chic looking never like anything, anything like this in our industry but it stands out and it really adds value to your salon i think that's the nice thing about people realizing that if you have the cheap massage bed or even like a, a esthetician bed that you cover or something like that those are fine but they're very clinical almost this feels like luxury like you're walking into a higher end type store yeah like i just think massage tables they are fine but it's such a like poor reflection of your brand right you could work so hard in your branding and have such amazing things and then you're going to put this massage table, which is going to be black or white or whatever with the wood legs or metal legs. And it's like, it's not doing your space or your brand any favors. Right. And so if we can have something that like reflects aesthetically your brand and like represents you as a lash artist in your business, then I think that obviously that goes a long way just from the vibe, let alone your clients are actually falling asleep, let alone your back is not hurting at the end of the day. Cause you can actually hold your posture and sit in the right position. Like it's just it's just a win, win, win. And I mean, it's not like everyone needs these beds and everyone's going to be, maybe you can't afford it, maybe whatever, but there is something to be said for having an edge over other people in your market and just anything that you can ever do for your business to stand out or be different and get people talking like, well, my lash girl has yeah. this amazing bed and people are like, oh my gosh, let me come try it. It's just going to do good things for your business. And at the end of the day, that's what Sugar Lash Pro does. That's what this does. I just want people to stand out and just have the highest end salons yeah. that they can. It's something to aspire to. Or you save know, up for. It's kind of like Louboutin <laughs> shoes, the red bottoms, right? It's not like you can, you know, they're pricey, right? But they're stylish and, and they're noticeable. Too. You look at them. And so we dream about them and we we save our money and we're like, okay, I'm going to splurge. It's the same kind of thing. Really at the end of the day, it's going to be a splurge, but I really hope that people see that return on investment. Mm-hmm. But they just, it's like the people, even if they say like, I can't afford it now and I only have my books half full, I sincerely hope and I, I believe that this bed is just going to get people talking so much that you are going to have people calling you. That's the dream. Yeah, I was reading a book recently um, that's uh, called Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is a little annoying, (laughs) but the book is really good. And he talks about, really, if you want to stand out and be the best, it's always going to be the little things. you got to find little ways to stand out from your competition because everyone can deliver, you know, let's say your restaurant. Decent food. Like everyone can do that. But what about your restaurant that makes your restaurant beyond just decent, good food? Like how you greet it, how you are seated, what do they do when you sit down? I know like some places they bring that, like favorite place, Nick's, they bring you a warm towel at the beginning. Little things that add that flair that makes it special and makes you feel like it's important. And this is one of those things. You get one of these beds and it just upgrades the overall feel of your space. I mean, I remember when we first opened our slum, we actually had private rooms. Everyone in our area did not. Everyone had these just mass rooms with like 10 beds. And we were like, well, we're going to go with seven private rooms and fill them up. And that's going to be better for us because we can charge more. It's more luxurious. It feels nicer. And it is different. 
While we paid a little bit more, we were the most expensive salon in the area. So it paid out. It worked out. It, yeah, it all evened out. And going back to the red bottoms, which I totally agree with, it's like lots of people will look and say, those are too expensive. First of all, plush and oak lash buds are very reasonably priced. I don't want to be yeah. think, people thinking. <laughs> $10,000. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we can just talk prices quick. The EDA is $17.79 USD and the mean yeah. is $18.29. So they're, they are reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But with that said, Talking about red bottom shoes, yes, they're going to be $1,200. And when someone says that's too expensive, what they really mean is like, I can't justify that or I'm not successful enough to deserve those or I don't have value. But anyone who does buy designer, let's just talk about how different it feels to hold a purse from H&M versus a Chanel bag. It's just you carry yourself different and you hold yourself different. And it's not like you're buying it because... You have to, you're buying it because like when you invest in yourself then you carry yourself differently, which I think that it'll change people's businesses from the inside out. You're investing in how you feel. And it's like when you hold that bag, it's a different feeling. It's a status too. I think like we've learned with our clients, uh, the last clients that is, it's all about status for them. I mean, they do lashes. They want to pay more money. Like Tustin's clients don't want the cheap lashes. They want to be able to brag with their friends. Like, well, my person's $400 for appointment. They're like, uh, my person's 150. You know, there's like status there. Like that's why people do things. That's why we walk around Starbucks cups that, you know, we could get coffee at home for five cents, but instead we walk around and pay eight bucks for it. Just so we can say, I can afford this. I'm rich. I'm worth (laughs) it. I'm and worth I, it. But what I want. Yeah. I'm coffee. No, thousand percent. Yeah. And so I think this could be another one of those things. And like anything, I mean, maybe not now, but I think it's something to aspire to. And I think actually price-wise, when I, I look at those prices, I was like, that's not crazy. I mean, to have custom furniture that's being made for you at the right specs that you need, that's super impressive, actually, that you guys are able to do like that. kind of like one of those things that says, you know, I think I've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I totally think that too. It's going to be kind of like a rite of passage thing is what I'm really hoping that or someone's opening up their business and their, you know, husband wants to support them and get them a bed. I can't wait for all the cute stories. We have like our first 50 or so that have gone out and um, they're like just starting to land in salons. And so every day we just get like photos of people being so excited. And I'm very excited because Sugar Lash has been such a ride. It's been their seven year birthday this year and it's been so fun, but I am so ADD and I get so bored. So yeah. I'm very happy to be in the, I'm not Sugar Lash is never boring. It's just yeah. nice to change it up, have a different industry within the same industry, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be seeing that a lot more. You're running both companies at the same time now. So you're having to split your time, I'm assuming between the two. Yes. Yeah. So Plush and Oak is I mean, it's big, but it's it's still a small operation. We have people making the beds and we're just kind of doing customer service and the marketing side. And so it's not that time consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, the time consuming is obviously getting the beds made, which yeah. I'm personally handling. But Sugar Lash is still 80% of my time. And man, watch us this year. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm actually excited about our whole industry because I just feel like we've had a year to be reset, to sit in our hole and wait for to life incubate. to come back, to think things through, to read. We've been sitting on this egg, yeah. like hatching it, nurturing it. Yeah, It's been like either scale up, scale down, diversify. Everyone's done something and no one stayed the same, which yeah. has been interesting to see. No, it is. Everyone's coming up with new things that I'd never thought they would do. And it's exciting. I mean, this, I think Plush and Oak is a great addition to our industry. And I think it's something that's been long overdue. It's hard to believe that, I mean, we've been in the industry since 2005 and no one's thought about a lash bed, really. 
I, I mean, it took about 16 years. Just a daunting business. Like with as large as Sugar Lash is, it's still, I mean, furniture is a different beast with shipping and freight and all of that stuff. It, it's uh, been quite a learning curve, but one that we've been excited to kind of tackle together. It's myself and my boyfriend, Jordan. So, and he's the one who did, he made the whole frame in the garage and it's like a COVID baby. It was this baby. It happened without COVID. It was just because everything was so slow. So it's like, what can we do? Yeah. So when somebody orders the bed, does it come in a box and they have to put it together? So like you, IKEA, maybe? Yeah. Like, they... can you walk us through what that looks like? No. So I knew that I wanted because they aren't inexpensive beds. I didn't want them to have to be, you know, risking damaging it or putting mm. it together wrong. So it does come fully, fully assembled, and then the legs are just taken off, and they just screw them in, and then it's good to go. So yeah. they come peasy. We've been trying to figure out how to ship them. We might do boxes. We've been doing shrink wrap and cardboard and foam. And me and Jordan are actually hand uh, packing them. So I am in the warehouse for hours at a time, shrink wrapping and assembling. Back the to whole old thing. school here, back to probably early days of sugar last, right? I'm assuming back then you probably were doing a lot of stuff too. I never did any of the shipping. Oh, really? I only had customer service. So this is like the first time in my life that I've been in a Aww. warehouse, actually. I have like a <laughs> forklift and me and Jordan are scooting around on it and showing everyone what not to do in the warehouse. But <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's, that's one, one of my favorite, favorite memories. And just after college, there's this warehouse where there was a fruit packing company. They're not around in the Bay Area anymore. They're, I think they're out of business. But I just remember going to the warehouse and my friend was a security guard. He says, you guys can come in afterwards and they have these carts and you guys ride them around and we can race them. So we would end after hours and we would run around inside this fruit packing company, racing their cars or little gas engine things were electrical. I think they're electric. And unfortunately one guy crashed it into a giant thing of fruit and it was a disaster. And I think he got fired. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a fun time. There was no Instagram <laughs> in those days, so we yeah. couldn't document in the same way now, but it was a lot of fun. Thank goodness you'd probably all be in jail. Yeah, yeah. probably, yeah. That's well, weird. you know me well enough to know that I'm always down for a little bit of crazy. Mm, yes. That's yeah. you. That is yeah. so you. If you're not following a channel, if someone you want to follow, you want to see crazy, definitely watch. Courtney is Courtney an adventure is chaser, yes. for sure. Yeah, you and Jordan both. And they also go to the hospital but once every three months, I think. Is there a schedule for it? Adrenaline junkies. We haven't been for a while, but we do have a, a bunch of pop- hospital bracelets on our cork board on our wall of all the times that we've been to the hospital. I have to say, I love watching your feed. It's so much fun. It's so much fun seeing the slice of your life. And it's just, it's also really fun to see you so happy. Thank you. I am very, very happy. It's a very cool feeling. Like I've never had a business that I've had a partner uh, in and it is definitely something that I tell people not to do. I'm like, it's very serious having a business partner. It's more serious than a marriage, unfortunately. Legally, it is such a huge, huge, huge thing. And so I'm always like, if you can do it on your own, do it on your own. And I just knew with this one, it was just, I was on 100%. Yeah. Ying to my yang, 1000% outworks me most days, I'd say. And um, just ready to go. So That is so cool. Now, did you design the bed from start to finish yourself? Or did you have someone from outside to help out? Or how The whole process of getting this made, how did that work? Well, Jordan really wanted to start something up and we kind of didn't know what we wanted to do. And I was like, do I want to do something totally out of the lash industry or do I want to do something within it? And so we tried a couple other things like jewelry making and like funny things. Like I thought we were <laughs> going to sell jewelry on Etsy. We just wanted a little side thing. And then I thought, no, you know what? People really, really did want those beds. Um, and like, I know we can do it. Plus I had, you know, the Sugar Lash warehouse is huge. So we have like logistics people that actually know how to do freight. So I felt like I was in a very different 
place to do it, even though the first time I did get PTSD from it and I was scared because it was just, it was like the biggest flop of my career at that mm. time was trying to do those beds. So um, Jordan just, I don't even know if he told me, I think he just went and bought wood and then he was tinkering around in the garage and he was like, we had gotten the lash bed from the other thing and he had kind of taken it apart and figured it out. And then he just built a frame and then we just revised it a whole bunch of times. Like, I'm like, we need it longer. We need it narrower. We need this curve to be higher. We need this to be flatter, or this is hurting the back of my neck. So we need a channel. It's been like lots and lots of revisions. And then we took it somewhere. We just did the frame and then we took it to get foamed and Mm -hmm. stitched. So he's pretty handy. He knows how to build stuff, right? He was a carpenter for seven years. There you go. Because, yeah, if Tuss said, hey, make a bed for me, Paul, I'd be like, "Um, I'm going to (laughs) secretly hire someone and have him make the bed and deliver and say, I did this. Look at this. This is amazing. He'd just drill it to death and put tons of holes in it because that's what he's known for around the house. Yeah. No, me doing anything handy is just like. It's okay. You ask him to like put put nails somewhere. It's like a whole bunch of nails in one area. Trying to find that beam. And I keep thinking my stupid stud finder found it. And I'm like, nope, that wasn't a beam. <laughs> He's like doing the knock. Yeah. No, totally. It's, totally. It's just bad. Actually, I love it now. I, you, you love know. it, them incompetent. No, I, you're so good at so many other things. There's so. many other things. Yeah, yes. That is and, yeah. and, you know, Jordan is the first person that I've been with that's been actually handy, like actually knows what he's doing. Yeah. It has been very nice. But you know what? It's fine if you don't too. I actually think my generation, like Gen X and younger, most guys have no clue how to do anything. We know the Google stuff and we know you go pay someone to fix it. Like my dad and my grandfather, those people, they did everything somehow. Like they literally- That's why knew- it like skipped your generation. Yeah. Because they were so handy that you're, they were like, I'll do it. Yeah, Gen X, I'm like, screw it, man. My dad will fix it all. Why am I doing it? And, and like her dad is like, has this workshop of like, literally it's like a- it's a house basically full of machinery. And we know if the end times come and the world blows up, the zombies attack, we're going to her parents' house because they literally could live and survive forever in this silo uh, silo that they have. It's amazing. That's my dream. Yeah. <laughs> so Bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Bunker, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that said, for you with this whole process now of launching a whole new brand, like a whole new product, it's obviously you have experienced launching products, but I'm sure there have been some headaches and some frustrations along the way. What are a couple of things that you had to overcome in this process to get this out to market? I think it's just all been the learning curve with, you know, how long stuff takes or margins are a lot different. They're a lot smaller in the furniture industry and supply costs are so high. And so I mean, there's been challenges. There hasn't been anything astronomical that has come up. I mean, border crossings, little stuff like that, but (laughs) all stuff that's very figure outable. I think the funnest part, and it hasn't been a challenge. It's been like, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think through this process, I've learned that like my passion at the end of the day is startups. Like I love startups. I would much rather, even as an entrepreneur now and looking at like possible acquisitions and doing all that stuff, like what I'm interested in is the people that have such good style and such good talent, but they're doing not everything wrong, but like they don't know how to scale it Mm -hmm. and then taking that and blowing it up. So I really found myself in that and knowing that I really love that ground level thing. So it was like going back to my roots and figuring out the website and what pages were going to be on it and the pricing and, you know, what's our color palette and what's the logo and what's the typography and the brand voice and all that stuff. And it's just like everything that we taught in Accelerator back in the day with that course through Sugar Lash Pro, it was like, I put that all back to use. And I'm like, nope, it's still good. Yeah. Like it still stands the test of time because business is business, which is 
awesome. I brand board for fun all the time. Like I want to start a million businesses. That is so cool. <laughs> no, that's really cool. We may, maybe we'll ask you for your services for brand boarding for us. Cause I mean, Tuss has, has good, good vision. vision. I'm, I'm always the, the one, one that's, that's like, like, I like I writing. He's the one that's writing's fun. I like speaking, man, asking me to create. And I do, I create now all our stupid Instagram crap. And I just always feel like I'm just, just out of my It's good enough, zone. but we're not, it's yeah. not where we want it to be, but yeah. I mean, I think that it like represents how fun you guys are and like playful and whatever, but totally, if you ever want me to do a brand board for you, I'd love to. I'd <laughs> cool. I love, love. We'll take that you up on that. Yeah. We might take you up. Yeah. And so, I mean, I know that creating, that's something also our friend Cheryl, she's like, that's her thing too. If she can create a brand startups and all that, she loves that. I think that's certain people have that gifting, which obviously you do. So I'm more of an executioner, like give me the plans and I'll make it happen. Executioner. Like, you're the blow up guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Get, you know, give, makes it happen. Yeah. Tusk usually is the one that has like, I have this idea and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we can do that, I guess. But it's like so much work, but it's always great, but it's always a lot of work. And I'm like the practical, like nuts and bolts. They break it down, figure it all out and so forth. So you're like my Kim McIver, who's the president of Sugar Lash. Yeah. Like I just spitball all the crazy ideas. Like mm-hmm. I don't think about how big they are, how yeah. audacious they are. I'm yeah. just like, this is it. And she's like, Okay. And then she'll break it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's going to take you guys a long time. <laughs> I'm like, so what's the deadline on that? <laughs> yeah. I try not to say no. I used to be very much like, she no. starts saying, like, no, no, no. And I'm like, stop it. Just let her think of good ideas. And then I can sit there and I can just let them sit in my brain for a while and try to figure out how to make a reality. And it, it's working much better. I think she's happier too. And I don't say no. You need both, right? Like yeah. one without the other is detrimental yeah but together it's perfect which is why yeah like that's the same with like Kim McIver and Tamara is my CPO and they're both just like they it's their job is to take the crazy ideas and unload them yeah and unpack then them. Execute, yeah which is yeah unpack it now do you have any we'll say manufacturing disaster stories yet like have any has it all worked out or has there been some funny tales during this process or is of it learning not funny the, yet yeah or maybe it's not funny it's too close to home no, I mean, we have had a couple beds uh, from our first handful and we didn't know how they were going to ship arrive damaged, which was heartbreaking. Not mm. awfully damaged, but enough yeah. that, you know, it's a good price tag. So you want it to be perfect. And then we got the shrink wrapper. And then actually me and Jordan just, you'll see it on our Instagram stories. If you watch my Insta stories tomorrow, we got this like high, high powered shrink wrap gun mm. today that hooks up to like a propane tank and it's like a blowtorch. And so <laughs> it might be another hospital day tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, it would be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, other than that, it's, you know, it's just the usual things like shipping costs aren't what you thought they were going to be and that kind of stuff. But it's nice that it's a side project, but it's like our heart project. I want to oh. say like it is Sugar Lash still takes up most of my time. But at the same time, Plush and Oak is such like a passion project that all the little kinks are worth it. And we're very like committed to it. And we also talked about you giving our listeners a little incentive to try it out. And what was the code for that, that you're the offer you're going to make our listeners? Yeah, we talked about it. And this is our first media thing for Flesh and Oak. Thank you for having us. This is, you were the first people I talked to after we did the Ulta deal. Yeah. First people I talked to with Flesh and Oak. Well, we are fans. (laughs) So we want to give everyone off $100 from their order. That listens to Lash Cash Podcast. The code is going to be Lash Cast Podcast. All right. Lash Cast Podcast. I'll put make sure that's in the show notes. And I do want to say that they can order any color they want. So it comes in 18 vegan leather. So it's a vinyl material, very high durability, 18 different colors. 
And then there's a choice of either glossy or matte and then the two different stitching options. So any bed that code can work on any of it, minus accessories. Is it glossy kind of like a patent leather? Yeah. It's like, it's just like that. It's like a pair of like really glossy. It's like red bottom shoes, like mm. the patent gloss. Love it. They're very, very different looks. So we have like the same tone, but in a glossy and a nude and they're just like wildly different, but it's cool. Oh, that's very great. Well, we sell like 80% of the matte to the gloss, but the gloss in the right space looks so stunning. sexy. Oh my yeah. goodness. That's the one no, I that's think cool. I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. I don't know if we had any more questions. I think we got over everything that I wanted to get to because I, I was just wanted to make sure that people understand that, that, you know, I know a lot of people are always conscious, like people call or contact us for the loops. We love, use these medical loops and we tell them what we buy from this company. It's like, around $1,200, $1, and people are like, oh, it's so much. I'm like, if you're serious about your career, you yeah. need to be serious about your tools, and you just got to invest in your tools. I remember this one guy, I forget what it was, like a $1,000 haircut he talked about, and when he went to this barber, the guy had gold shears. Like, he had shears made of pure gold, and it, it just added this certain class and feel like, okay, now I know why I'm being charged $1,000. The guy has these really insanely expensive shears he's going to cut my hair with, and I think that's the type of thing that this will add that value, add that pump up. So if you're thinking, wow, that's a lot of money, yes, but I think if you want to be taken more seriously, you want to charge more, you want to be stand out in your market, this is a great move for you. Well, I think that it really shows when someone has the audacity to buy 24 karat shears, how much did they believe in themselves? Yeah. So it automatically makes you believe in them too, right? Yep. And then they believing in you makes you believe in yourself more. And it's like this self-esteem good circle, but it does take that initial investment and um, just really believing that like you're worth it, no matter where you're at in your, you know, it doesn't have, it can be something to aspire to and that's totally fine. Or there's going to be people, you know, just like those courses, it's like, are you going to take the leap and like invest into a really good one? Or are we yeah. going to kind of cut corners for a bit? And there's different ways that you can run it in your business. There's not a right or a wrong, but I do know from experience that the more that you can reinvest and keep rolling that revenue at whatever stage back into your business, it's just going to exponentially propel your growth. Yeah. So the sooner that you believe that you're worth it, the sooner other people are buying into that as well. Amp up industry standards. At the end of the day, that's what I'm here for. So Yeah, and I think that's where people get it wrong. They just think, I'm going to be so, I'm going to save all my money, keep being cheap. It's not, I mean, it's, it's one way of going, but I actually think when you start spending the money on your business, it motivates you to make sure you're delivering because you know you're spending the money. So you got to like start working a little harder and it's self-perpetuating and it pushes you further versus always like cutting, 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 being careful, overly cautious. And I think your growth is going to be a lot slower as a result of that. So don't go crazy and go into serious debt, but at the same time, don't be so, I think, miserly that you, you, you're killed almost like the momentum that you can build in your business if you really put some energy into it. Invest in your tools. You got to do it. That's why our tweezers, we pay really great a lot for our DuMonts. They were a lot more than we can get cheap tweezers, but we want to pay more because they're better quality, the loops. And then now the bed's another great addition. I think there's a lot of these great stuff coming out. And actually, one of our friends had the Glamcore, or not the Glamcore, what's it? Um, Cosmo Glow Light, Cosmoglo. which is a, I don't know if you've seen this new light that's come out. It has this like dome uh, shape it's to like it. It's like a halo in it and yeah. it swivels. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's great. And it's a little bit more, but you know what? It's definitely worth it. It just adds more to your thing. So we had her on our podcast a while back. So anyone who's listening right now, go check it out. It's another good podcast. We're learning about behind the scenes of getting a product to market, which is exciting to see in our industry. So, well, uh, how about where can people find you, your website and your Instagram and all that fun stuff? Yes. 
So Instagram is mostly where we are just at plush and oak. And then our website is plush and oak.com. Awesome. Easy enough. Very easy. Not too difficult. And definitely follow. What's your personal account? Because I think people should always be following, you know, just for the comedy's sake, your, your personal account. My highly unprofessional <laughs> is Court Beeler. And that's where you get to see me zipline and dirt bike and all of those crazy things. Yes. So definitely you want to follow that too. But always, Court, thank you so much. As always, it's exciting to have you on. And we're going to be having you at LashCon in November with your, you're going to be there with a the booth and people can come and check out the bed and all that, which we're really yeah. super excited about. And we have some other surprises, but we aren't, I haven't worked all the details. So we'll, we'll let people know about that hopefully soon. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yes. I cannot wait. That's going to be our first event that we're going to post COVID or new normal or whatever we're calling it. But yeah. I am very, very excited to see all the CEOs and all the lash artists and everyone who's moving and shaking. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. Oh, it's going to be a blast. It'll be awesome. Thank you so much, Court. See you guys. And that's a wrap, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Last Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Last Ninja Tusney, as well as our special guest, Courtney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing, and remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. <laughs>